and welcome to the Taking the Charge podcast. With you from Regensburg, Germany, I'm David Hine. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for your time. Ah, that valuable time every time. I appreciate you for taking your time uh, and listening to the show. Uh, this week, a, uh, a guy had a chance to catch up with uh, after a while. I haven't had a chance to see him and uh, it was good uh, talking to... Uh, Giacomo uh, Rossi, the uh, GM of this new Orange One Basket Bassano program there in Italy. Of course, they took part in the uh, Adidas Next Generation tournament in Ljubljana. And uh, yeah, enjoyable talk uh, to him uh, reflecting on his uh, young team's uh, efforts there in the Slovenian capital. And uh, and, and, you know, uh, his uh, building up a new program and uh, his thought process behind all of that. And, uh, yeah, it was a definitely, like I said, an enjoyable talk. Uh, so that's uh, coming up uh, a little bit later. Uh, let's uh, jump right into the uh, show with the uh, big three and uh, the story. Uh, the story we're watching Uh the words you're going to f- see on, uh, on social media, etc., cetera, uh, coming up uh, quite uh, quite a bit this the rest of this week is declared for the NBA draft. Uh, Sunday is actually the uh, deadline to uh, to to uh, to put your name in the draft, um, uh, which I, I think is Jan- uh, July uh, June 23rd. And quite a few names have already uh, put their names in the draft. You know, uh, from from college, uh, I'm going to s- s- avoid those guys, uh, just because uh, just more aware of the of the other guys uh, uh, from from uh, around the world. Uh, Fedor Sugic, uh, the player we just had just uh, last uh, yesterday on the on the Taking the Charge uh, Prospects podcast. Um, uh, has declared for the draft. Draft uh, Matthew Strassel, uh, Omar Jiang, uh, Hugo Basson, uh, the teammates there with the New Zealand Breakers. Uh, another one was uh, Leo Manola, uh, 2002 born, also Lovro uh, Ganidro, uh, 2001 born. They've both uh, put their names in some internationals in the in the uh, in the college game that uh, we'll mention. Uh, Julian Strother, who uh, Puerto Rican, who played with. Uh, Played with uh, Gonzaga, and then the uh, Polish uh, uh, Polish uh, uh, Jeremy Sochan uh, from Baylor has also put his name in. Uh, so Sunday is the deadline to put your name in, and then June twenty June thirteenth is the uh, magic day uh, where players uh, can then uh, by by which time the players have to uh, take withdraw their name uh, if they don't want to. Uh, to, to be part of the draft. Uh, so you're going to see that story we're watching is just seeing all of the players uh, that put their names uh, out there that they were going to be in the uh, draft uh, this uh, coming summer. Uh, young player to watch. Let's let's go with Strazel. Um, and it's just, you know, with his declaration that he's going to be going in the draft, just kind of put it out there, just kind of looking up and you know, end of the end of the year league season, uh, kind of take balance, you know, uh, you know, t- you know, take account and say what's, you know, what he's done, and you know, he's already got three years of playing in the year league, and, and he's got a total of sixty six games this this past season. Um, had three point four points, zero point nine rebounds, one point nine assists to one point three turnovers. Uh, obviously had the big game against Olympiacos, sixteen points, five three pointers, uh, also four assists. Also in the uh, in the French league this season, he's uh, had uh, double digit scoring uh, four times, 
Uh, last season, uh, EuroLeague had uh, 3.6 points, 1.4 assists to 1.1 turnovers. Of course, also has three uh, seasons of the Adidas Next Generation tournament. And, you know, as a guy that seems to have been overlooked his entire career, you know, I think really hasn't played a, a, a national team um uh youth national team for france and so just uh just kind of wanted to highlight him you know it's a guy who's uh who doesn't turn 19 uh, doesn't turn 20 until uh until august 5th so he's you know he's got 66 games of Euroleague, you know three full seasons uh before he's uh uh and and almost yeah almost 19 uh almost 19 and a half or so uh, so, you know, pretty impressive, you know, of course, you know, undersized a little bit, but he's a, you know, a scorer, uh, a playmaker uh, with good scoring instincts. And, you know, heck, he's, you know, he's, he's spent his, uh, you know, past few years also, you know, a regular interaction with Tony, Tony Parker, you know, so uh, there's, there's a lot there. And uh, so I just wanted to highlight him uh, event we're watching. You know, this week is uh, is uh, the start of the playoffs here in the uh, in the Euroleague and, and Euro Cup. And you know, time recording last night. You know, there's a there was an upset there in the Euro Cup where uh, Razio from Ulm knocked off Juventus uh, Barcelona. Uh, you also had the you know the uh, historically low scoring game uh, between uh, Milan and FS, where FS did uh, the you know they the worst defense in the league. Uh, you know, limited Milan to 48 points. So, so that was impressive. Um, yeah, just uh, just fun times. You know, we just we just also had the uh, uh, Ludwigsburg, uh, MHP reason Ludwigsburg, uh, become the fourth uh, team to to reach the BCL Final Four. That was on Tuesday. Um, so yeah, event this week just just watching uh Euroleague Euro Cup playoffs. Um, and and seeing uh you know what. Uh, Great stuff that that uh, European basketball has to offer. Um, mentioned the uh, the Ulm victory over over Juventus and uh, one of the young players in that. Also mentioned him earlier. Um, Ferrazugic has declared for the NBA draft, and uh, he was our interview of the week with for the for the taking the charge prospects podcast. Um, and of course, that's part of the. Uh, of the paid subscription on the taking the charge.substack.com where you can uh, get all of the uh, interviews in the taking the charge prospects podcast plus the uh, plus the full archives of the talking talent uh, talking talent show where we break down uh, players uh, from uh, around the world um, so here's a, a sneak peek of, of my chat with uh, Fedor Sugic Sugic and uh, we'll catch you on the other side you're known as a scorer um, maybe you know, talk about your mentality on offense and then, and then maybe how that changed, you know, when you joined Ulm, you know, they have a lot of guy, you know, like we've talked about the veteran players with, with recent NBA experience, you know, maybe talk about your mentality on offense and how that's changed. I mean, my mentality in offense was always score the ball, you know, no matter what happens on the court, just let's just look for the basket. And then when you exhaust all your options, then you look how else you can contribute the team, you know, because I really think that I can be- help my team best with with my scoring, you know. Because then I can create with uh, with with my uh, takes. I can create for somebody else or, or or do something else, you know. But when you come to a team and you have I don't know four five good scorers who came from NBA on this level, you know, it's 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 hard for me as a young player to kind of like let's say copy paste my game to, 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 to this level right now. But 
just also I think watching them do the stuff I did, but on a higher level, is is really helped me a lot. Especially I mentioned Kristen, uh, I I mentioned Thornwell, also Blossom game, Jerome Blossom game. Uh, I mean, just watching them play, you know, is kind of helping me like learn and then how I should play my game at this level. Because I think I just just take my game from youth and then just say copy paste it on the on the professional level and 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 just keep going i think i had a pretty good stretch where i started like getting it back completely and then this virus thing happened but i, I think i will get back on track mm -hmm. um scores and young players aren't always known for their defense uh what do you think when you when i say the word defense i mean um you know, as a young player and, and where I come from, the coaches aren't really uh, nice to you if you don't play, if you don't play defense. Uh, I was I was known for my entire youth as a player who, who didn't play defense at all. But uh, when I came to professional level, I figured, you know, that you don't get any minutes if you don't play defense. So right now, I know, yeah, you said we have all the scorers, a lot of people that really didn't get used to playing defense. But I think Coach Yaka got the best of us. And I really think that we are a good defensive team. And about me personally, you know, I had some good defensive games. I had some bad defensive games, you know. But I think what counts is that I'm really trying. And I figure out that I really struggle a lot with, uh, with, uh, when, uh, with quicker guards, with smaller guards than me. Uh, but I also really think that my help side feel for the game and, and passing lanes really, really improved then from the beginning of the season, which was horrible at the beginning. So I really think that I'm, you know, taking a step forward with this defense thing. Okay, fantastic. Uh, yeah, really, um, really happy to see his development this season. It's been impressive, actually. Also, um, you know, uh, a young guy coming over to Germany and a new environment, first time away from home and, and really kind of uh, starting to flourish and, you know, and... Um, and learning just from a lot of uh, really talented uh, players and you know guys who who know a lot with those former NBA guys and then also Coach uh, Laka, uh, Coach Lakovic and and so it's uh, impressive uh, what uh, Federatsugic is doing. All right, let's go to the uh, interview of the week. Uh, that of course, like I mentioned, was with uh, Giacomo uh, Rossi, uh, general manager of Orange Basket uh, Orange One Passano. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, talks about uh, what his team was able to do there, what they learned at the uh, ANGT Lopuriana. Uh, so um, enjoy the interview, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you again for your time, and uh, enjoy. Okay, so on the Taking the Charge podcast with me from Italy is uh, Giacomo uh, Rossi, the general manager of Orange One, Bas uh, Orange One Bassano. Mr. Rossi, how are you doing? Thank you for your time. Fine, David. Ciao to everybody. Happy to be here. Um, so you are, you've only been home a day or so. Uh, you were at the ANGT in Ljubljana in the Slovenian capital. Uh, before we get into the action, let's, let's start with um, how anxious were you to finally see your team play? Um, because... This you were actually supposed to play in the Adidas Next Generation tournament in Munich, which would have been the first one almost three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then your last one, 
how how anxious were you to to actually see the team play on the big stage? Yeah, a bit, I would say. But the most problem, the most important problem was to us to arrange the dates, uh, like other teams that were on the bubble for months, because um, we have uh, everybody youth leagues, domestic leagues, so. Finally, we found a spot. Euroleague told us three weeks before that we'll be Ljubljana in these days. And uh, we figure out how how can move all domestic Italian games to, to permit to everybody to, to play there. I mean, we, we were so glad to be there. And um, we make a big effort to, to guarantee that. So we moved all the game, we prepare well, in the last three weeks before the tournament, the players also, they made uh, in advance the school obligation. Uh, so it was okay. We, we were ready and we play a good tournament. Every All the team, I mean, arrived ready. Yeah. Um, I know you're, you're probably not happy with the results. You ended up having, having, three, uh, having four losses. Um, but, uh, you know, you were in three of the games. And and uh, so, how do you how do you think the team did? My honestly, I, I I'm so happy about the the tournament for my team because you know we we were so young generally, and this experience was very important to grow this group that already proven to be at top with the kids of the same age, but we didn't know before if we can if they can compete with the older and with the most strong team in Europe under 18. And uh, down the road after the tournament, we understand that we are not so, so distant to that level. Uh, of course, we need to, to play better the last quarter of the games because we stay up more or less for more than 100 minutes <laughs> in the tournament, but we lose all the games. But if we lose for inexperience, that's why we were there. So that's not a problem. Uh, honestly, before the tournament, I was so scared uh, I, because I wasn't sure that we can compete, especially for the physicality uh, of the players. Uh, but after that, yes, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I know now where we need to work uh, more. And, the most important things the players know that because uh, they you know players need to understand their mistake uh, and the best way is just make mistake and after learn what would you say are the biggest lessons uh, that you think the guys did learn i think of course game is not end until it's over but that's uh, that's normal Ada. In general, I think the value of every action at that level is very, very important. You can lose two, three turnovers in a row, uh, for, for example. So uh, I think they understand now uh, that, okay, one mistake can happen, but you can make it twice, especially in a row, because at that level, the game changed the inertia. And after that, it's very complicated to to put the game in balance again. So I hope they will, they will understand that. We, we understand. So I think it will be a very great process for us to, to, to be better. Do you think there's any of your guys that maybe 
learned more, benefited more from uh, from the other players uh, on your team? Uh, in general, I think everybody. Uh, probably the point guards, uh, the guys with the, that they have the ball in their hands most of the time, they have more more occasions to to understand that. But in general, also the big men, they they match it with the very big men around the Europe. So they know that it's not enough what they are done in Italy, because in Italy we are, from the physical standpoint, we are, we are already at the top. Also, if we play underage, uh, but that's not enough to play EuroLeague level. So keep pushing, work more. Uh, I try to, to tell to my players that it's very important, the health of, your, of their body. They need to understand that they need to eat well, sleep well, um, make all these activities. They guarantee their body to be at that level. Because if not, it's very hard to compete. There is a better player every around every corner, a better athlete every around every corner. So I hope they understand, and I'm positive in that. Um. So you, you mentioned Italy and, uh, and people, people know you from, uh, from a different program. And this is their uh, first exposure of you with, you, with, your, with your new team, uh, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with Bassano. Uh, and so I kind of want to talk a little bit about sort of the growth development of, of this team. Obviously, not many people outside of Italy know much about it. Um, kind of until, you know, this is, so this is your second season uh, in Bassano. Um, as far as I'm able to understand it, it's actually existed as an academy also since about 2004. Um, maybe if you can just give us a little bit of history background of, of the, of the program uh, and, and how it was before you got there. And then we can kind of go on from there, but just maybe a little bit of the history of, of, uh, of the, uh, of the program there in Bassano. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Bassano is uh, one of the historical clubs in the Veneto region, uh, in the north of Italy. It's the region where basketball is a very big tradition. We are very close to Treviso, Venice, Verona. Uh, we are in, in the northeast of Italy. And uh, Bassano was a club that participated in the minors in Italy. I mean, second, third, and fourth division, depend by the year, from a long time ago. In the last 10 years, they decided with the new president, Carlo da Campo, to make more focus in the youth program. So they create an academy and they create a facility where uh, more than 20 people uh, are guests uh, here. So we have people uh, that come in Bassano to study, to play basketball. They receive a scholarship and they are part of this club and they already made good, very good job in the last 10 years. So in Italy, they were already at the top four or five teams from uh, four or five years ago in the youth. In the youth. Um, so when they, when they called me to, to run the, this program, I asked them, what is the next step? You are already at the top in Italy. And they say, we won't make the big step with an international view. We won't try to grow in Europe and we won't try to have a good platform to send kids to the college. 
So we are very focused in the academic part of uh, the academy because the, this main sponsor, Orange One, uh, give us the money not to play to to play basketball, but to permit uh, these kids to study and to be ready for college. That not means that everybody will go to the college because uh, some players maybe decide to turn pro or um, we never know, but the whole organization is arranged to guarantee them the high level uh, school side uh, that at the end of the process, when they finish the high school, they need to be ready to go to the college. Uh, also, this is the reason why we don't have players after the diploma. So when the kids finish the school here, they, they will be out of the program. Also, if they are an MBA all-star or a prospector, I mean, our target, our range is from 13, 14 years old to the end of the high school. That's our target. Whereas in, with the Stella, uh, you guys had the second, the the team, the the first team that was playing second second division, right? At yes, least. in, in yeah. Stella Zura has the second division. It's a pretty good level. I mean, right. very good level. Probably is the most difficult second division in Europe. Uh, here we are in Bassano. We are the fourth division, so we play with our kids in the fourth division. But more or less, is the the team that play NGT is the team that play our first team in the fourth division. Okay. Um, you, you mentioned, um, so you mentioned that they, they kind of wanted to take a, a step international internationally. And, you know, obviously that's one of the things that, you know, kind of, you know, you, you, you made your mark with uh, when you were with Stella. Um, talk about how, how you, how you started, uh, started back up. I mean, I imagine you probably just, you know, had all of those, you know, guys that you had in mind, but didn't necessarily have a team and then said, all right, do you want to come over? I, I, I may have a place for you. What do you think? I mean, how did you, how did you start your international, you know, your international part again? How did you start that back up? Well, I start again, honestly, in a difficult time because I started with the COVID pandemic. So exactly, I, yeah. I arrived here in uh, May, 2020. So exactly with the COVID going on. And so the first step was just to understand where I, where I arrived and the potential of this place. I mean, the staff, the players, the structure, the facility. So the first year was more or less a rebuilding, internal rebuilding to be ready to add new piece uh, the year later. I mean, the last summer, in the last summer we made very good recruitment in players and in staff because I'm so proud about my staff. We have international staff. And, um, you know, recruit, it's a, give international grid to a program. For me, it's not so difficult because I have the connection. What is difficult is to understand if players or staff are good for my program because uh, I cannot recruit the best player in the world if not match with my program. So all the time it's to invite, to understand, to go and watch if the players, the staff and the people around have the same goals of us. That, that's the real uh, key for recruit. Uh, some players work, works well here, but maybe it doesn't work well in another place and vice versa. So that, that's what I 
what's I done every day, but yes, uh, to answer to your question, the international breed for me arrived from my connection. Uh, when I worked in Stella, I had the opportunity to, to touch a mil million of people, and that's my treasure. Uh, I'm so glad about Stella that permit me to know people all over the world. So this is my, I think, my plus for this program. Um, one of the things that, you know, we kind of just talked about it, the, you know, Stella had the second team that was playing second division and, you know, they could still, you know, be around longer as well. You can have those guys play there. Um, and, and now, you know, the, basically the idea is keep them until, you know, whatever, 18, 19, and then, you know, kind of, you know, look, look for your own way. We help you of course, but, you know, look your own way. If you, you know, go to a pro team or go to a college in the, in the, the U S it does, does the fact that you don't have a higher team, I'm not going to say hurt because it's a, it's kind of a different sort of recruiting, but does that kind of, what kind of effect does not having the second division as the, as the, uh, as the carrot there, you know, as the reward, how does, or kind of, what does that impact? Uh, I'm still checking, honestly, <laughs> because, uh, uh, but at least in input, I mean, for recruit, it's not a big issue because most of the kids also when they arrive in Stella, they, they are ready to play. They have, and also they have different final destination. Mm -hmm. So Stella prepared them for NBA, EuroLeague or first division. And we prepare for college or professional level. So if you don't have <clears throat> first division or second division team, it's more a problem when the kids are old, very close to finish the high school around 17, 18, at that age, they probably need to have um, a very hard exposure in the senior. But for example, A2 in Italy, second division in Italy, it's very high level. And uh, Stella Azura has the, the best players, 2004, for example, in Italy by far. But these kids, they struggle a lot in second division. Most of the time, they never played because they are not ready. And that's not full of them, of Stella, but it's the, the system. It's that, the level of play. Yes, the, the, the level is so high. So, uh, I mean, of course, we missed that part. Uh, but we, we solved to say to the guys, when you are ready, you go out of the program and you choose where you want to go. So I think it, I uh, still checking again, but I think it's not a big, big issue for us. Um, so, you know, you, you, you know, we kind of talked and, and, you know, the, the international part was, you know, one of the main reasons why they wanted you to come in. Uh, you, you mentioned that they were already sort of top four, top five, you know, program in, in Italy. Uh, do you have a sense though, that, that, that uh, the, the fact that, you guys want to do more bigger and even bigger things that, that also help the um, the recruitment of, of, of elite Italian players or, or do you think that you're, you're pretty happy with the level of Italian of domestic players, or do you think that, that this will also help you get more higher level Italian players? We need better Italian players for sure, but everybody, not only my program, we, we need to have better players, and to have it, I think we need to have more uh, challenge. And now in Italy, there are a lot of speaking about the, the competition, the system competition in the youth. 
because the system that uh, that is is here from the last 10 years doesn't work anymore so we have all the best teams more or less one team each region um, they have no competition game during the year just at the end of the season so club like us stella and other powerhouse uh, club in italy they fix it to make tournament to travel around the europe or around the world but it's not for everybody and a lot of uh, very good prospects are not in these big clubs yet so when we need that uh, clubs can recruit for sure these kids but if they are not able to recruit or because maybe they don't want to uh, leave home they need to have a decent level of game and practice and uh, training in their own club. And, but I think recruit, it's one of the key to develop players. So I hope more club than possible recruit kids. That's what, for me would be more challenging, but doesn't matter. Uh, more challenge that means more players. Obviously, this is the first time that, that Pasano's played in the Adidas Generation Tournament. You guys also hosted uh, the under-16. Uh, what was it? What was, the, what was the name of it? I can't remember what the... We are passion. We are passion. Play, yeah, there you play, go. Play, play for play passion. For play, play, for, play for passion. Play we for are passion. passion is our main claim. And, yeah, play, play for, for passion, passion. Was, was the name of the under-16, and you guys had some pretty high-level teams. Um I assume this was kind of your doing as well, saying guys, you know, you know, to ownership and everything else is like, you know, if you want to get better, you need to play against the best. And, and these are the things we need to do. We need to go to the E E E Y B L right. Youth basketball. Yeah. yeah. E Y B L. You know, we need to host tournaments. We need to, you know, try to get into the Euro league, et cetera. Was that, was that immediately for you saying, you know, as soon as I think, as soon as we feel we're ready to compete in those competitions, we need to get there. Was that kind of your plan? Yeah, we have some phases. I mean, the first, for example, the first three, four months of the year, uh, from September to December, January, we participate in a lot of international tournaments around Europe, but not with the goals to, to win, but to, to prove ourselves uh, without uh, hitting uh, trouble. And that was the key, for example, that after that, in, when we arrived in the spring and the most important tournament coming, our tournament, the Euro League tournament, we, we were ready to play this tournament because with the youth, there are, there are some phases. In the first phase, you need to, to play uh, without tricks. Uh, you need to understand your exactly level and you need to lose if, if you need to lose. Uh, but it's the first step to, to be better the day after. And then I think the result that we made uh, with, with our under-16 tournament and the, the, the ability to compete in under-18 tournament arrived from the first four months of uh, our tournament schedule. We, we lost more or less all the tournament that we made before. Uh, but that was so important to put the players in an in uncomfortable zone and uh, to understand that they limit and they, of course, they are plus. And now we are here. So I think it's so important the international tournament for all the players. 
It's a, it's very different play one top game in Italy or one top game in uh, Berlin. It's everything changed in the mind of the player. In the presentation uh, uh, documents that you guys have for for your for the academy, you you know one of the goals that you have is to become the the best European club for development of young athletes. Um, and and uh, you put in there uh, among the competitors you have are Real Madrid, Svezda, Stella, Zura, Cesca, Inset, Barcelona, Gran Canaria, Sharguiris, Get Better Academy, and then a couple other a couple other ones in there that I want to kind of just because it 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 might not uh, to 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 many people in in um, in Europe uh, it's it it kind of might look a little bit weird um, so that's why I kind of want to throw it out there you know you've IMG Academy. Uh, which is obviously uh, on, they're in Florida, right? IMG yeah. is in, in Florida. Um, there's yeah, the yeah, N- yeah. NBA Academy with all of their various academies as well. And then Mount Verde, which is obviously, you know, one of the superpowers in, in high school, college prep in the United States. Um, so maybe kind of focusing on those three, because obviously Real and Svesda and all those, it's pretty clear. Um, yeah. What What was your kind of mind frame when you put included those, IMG, NBA Academy, and Mount Verde? Well, the, I mean, we we made we made the same uh, the same job because we recruit young kids and we prepare for other organization. We are not the final destination of all of them. At the same time, so we need to be uh, to be care about their life and the school side because we are speaking about teenagers that they need to go to school. They need to. To know how can stay in this world, so it's very big responsibility. About the basketball side, um, yeah, they they probably have more um, more more status, and they are for sure more sexy than us because uh, in US they are already a lot of tournament, a lot of possibility to travel. They have a big sponsor behind all this. Uh, you mentioned. IMG, Montverde, the, this organization, they have a very big money behind. Uh, also, now the market is changing because, for, for example, Overtime Elite is... Overtime is there, is there as well, is, yeah. It's coming in the, mar- in the market. You, you need to like change Air, your, uh, your, your paperwork. Thing. <laughs> yeah, like Air, Earthquake. I mean, um, yeah. all the clubs need to, to re- rethink everything because there is a new organization they think out of the box and they totally doesn't care about uh, clubs that I don't say in a negative way but it's what happened so everybody we need to to understand what we can do and try to do at the best of course uh, some players choose other things but that, that's normal I mean uh, and and of course, overtime elite have actually quite a few uh, uh, international players. You can't just say European. There's a lot of players from uh, from from all over the place. Uh, of course, uh, you know, as mentioned, you know, a lot of people know you from your your time with uh, with Stella Azura. Um, maybe just kind of you know, for for those who don't know, kind of you know, how how did uh, how did things end with them, and 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 what happened at the end. And Stella Zura, it's, it's my home. Uh, Germano is my brother. Uh, it's, uh, it's still my home. I mean, I grow there. I spent 11 years there. 11 years, so okay. Uh-huh. I arrived like a, a, a baby kid. almost. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I gone with a wife and two kids. So that's my home. 
And I everything that I learned, it's because I was there. Uh, what I try to understand is why at the beginning Germano and the Stella Azura people give me a lot of freedom to do everything. And I suppose a lot of also mistakes, but uh, I, I learned there. So it's, it's still my own. I mean, I am, I'm so happy that they are won the uh, Patras tournament and for sure they compete right now and uh, finally in Belgrade. Uh, some of these kids, uh, I recruit some of them. So I really, I really enjoy for them. At the end, I decided to move, not uh, because it was a problem, but, you know, life decision. Okay. <laughs> uh, Living Rome with two kids is not easy. So, mm-hmm. and also, of course, this great opportunity in Bassano was, uh, was amazing for me. I want proof to myself that uh, we can, I can make again something. And, uh, but repeat, Stella is my family. Before Stella, I was in Siena, that is my real uh, hometown. Um, I have more than one family around the Italy. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you're really happy. Uh, and, uh, and I was actually cont- uh, texting with you. Uh, I almost thought Stella might actually lose the, the first place game. Uh, it ended up being closer than probably everybody thought. Um, but because uh, um, they, you and you guys, you know, when you were still there, you guys lost a lot of big, last games you made it to a lot of finals a lot of first place games you know um you know in that one year you even beat you beat Shalgiris which was the first time I think they had ever lost in in uh, in Kaunas and yeah. then and, the, and that was to get to the to the first place game and then and then lost to Le- uh, uh, to Rita's uh, in the first place game there and then you guys reached the championship game and lost there um and then lost did you guys lose twice to Real Madrid or once to yeah. Real Madrid I think twice. Twice to Real Madrid. So, yeah. how did it feel for you? You know, I mean, you're not there, but you obviously still have so much, you know, so many, so many, you know, people that you're closely connected to. When when Stella Zara finally did get another first place, uh, you know, to to win one of these tournaments again. Well, they arrived at the at the Patras tournament with uh, the key players of the 2004 generation in the roster, and I think it was the key because. Uh, all the previous editions of NGT still uh, participate underage or anyway with the best player already out. I mean, Spaniel was out and Sosa was out. Uh, they were never uh, with the full potential uh, in, in the main age. Uh, this season, they have very, very good players, 2004, uh, able to produce right now. So they show that they were ready. Uh, guys like Vicentin or Pugliati, for them, this, this was the fourth NGT. I mean, so it's uh, the experience that they have, the mistake that they already done, they are not replicated again. So I think that was the key, but it's not easy for clubs that are not Real Madrid, Restaurant, Sagiris, to arrive there with the full potential roster. Also, of course, Everybody, we need lucky in this kind of competition. Uh, but they are there every time. So sometimes they lose more than one time. But, you know, at the end, they they won. If you stay there all the time, sooner or later you will win. Yeah. 
what do you think about their chances? I mean, obviously we have the two French teams, uh, uh, Insep and and Asvel, and 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 we have Real Madrid. We don't know about the other teams. We can kind of you know you know I thought, about who yeah. might be there. But, but what do you think about their chances? I follow the all four NGT, so I watch all the games, thirty all the teams, thirty two teams. I think they have chance. A lot depends on which kind of players in Loan they will try to, to recruit because, you know, Stella uh, go in tournament most of the time with two, three players in Loan. And in Italy, there are a couple of players that can give them big upside. Uh, for sure, Real is probably the, the best team right now, but it's not inevitable. Uh, if they arrive again without Nunes, I think... Uh, you know, Sanchez is proven. I mean, uh, they can lose. Uh, for me, they are still. And that was a Shargiris. That was a Shargiris team that you know had like a let's say a big two and a half three, but it wasn't you know like Incep Asvel deep. You know. Yeah, I mean Asvel, the, the two French teams. Uh, if you watch in the in the best moment of the game, there they are invitable. I mean, free uh, cadres. Um, good, good players, especially Aswell. I, I think Aswell is uh, better than the Insep. Um, but their experience of this kind of competition to me is not the same of Real, uh, Stella, Barcelona. Because Real, Barcelona, Stella, they made 10 international tournaments like that. For Aswell, they, they participate you know, at the NGT. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their domestic uh, leagues, uh, but where the competition, the physicality is not so high. So I'm so curious to see. There are open final eight, so it will be amazing. I don't know who will be the the wild cards, uh, but for sure they will compete. Also, the the Adidas team. I mean, the next generation mm-hmm. team will be something new to understand. So will be will be fun. Uh, your your thoughts about what what you know as someone who's followed international basketball for many many years, and you know we see you know what Asvel and and Asvel and Insep, and then but also what the French players are doing on these next generation teams. You know you had Petrus, uh, Petrus, you had uh, Darier and uh, and Diara on, on the one where you guys were at. You had um, the MVP Perrin from from Varese. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, not the one uh, in in in, uh, in in Patras, and then where you guys were at, you had um, uh, uh, um, Zalet. You know, a lot of good French players. Anything? Any idea what France is doing right now? That's that's working uh, pretty well. I, no, I'm not as good. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to replicate them, but I think that they are so lucky to have these kind of bodies. Yeah, uh, because. That's not common in, in most of the country. I mean, in Italy, we have not this kind of athletes. Of course, they are so good probably to detect uh, the young prospect and to move in some center of excellence that is not only in Zappa, but they have some clubs that work so well with the, with the youth. So they recruit kids, they work on them. Um, Right now, probably they are they are the best players. Uh, 
the, the best well, potential also, players. Well, you also players. look at second place U17 World Cup 2018 with uh, yeah. Hill and Hayes and, and, and uh, Maladon and, and Kazalon. And then last year you had under 19 World Cup with, with uh, uh, against the Americans finishing second as well. So, you know, they're also showing it on the international stage that they're right up there as well. Because uh, I know you have, I know you have plenty of things to do uh, myself as well. Um, but just kind of, um, you know, you've been, you know, you've been, uh, you've been in this, uh, actually probably even longer than I have. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, following the ANGT, um, you know, we've, 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 we've seen a lot of developments, uh, you know, maybe your thoughts about the, you know, where it's at right now, um, you know, the, the, you know, the growth of it, if it's growing, if it's developing, uh, of the, of the Adidas Next Generation tournament. As a, as a tournament or as the players? As, well, as a tournament in general. No, I think it's the it's a pivotal stone for everybody. For all the teams, all the players that are in the youth, it's a, it's a goal. And uh, my question is why only under 18 and why only four? Uh, but I spoke with the guys from EuroLeague and before I also spoke with the guys from FIBA to understand if there is space to, to create something, for, for example, under 16, that for me probably is the age where the players need more this kind of tournament because under 18 tournament is to me exposure tournament. Uh, players at that, at that age more or less are already done. So it's exposure tournament, very important for compete, for scout, for create the names and everything. But before that, under 16 level, we need to create players and we need to have this competition uh, to convince players to make mistakes, to, to learn on. And uh, maybe the time is not uh, arrived yet, but I think for the future, uh, why not? Because it's, the formula works so well. Uh, under 18. Uh, do you think that do you think that the kind of I mean it's it almost seems like the framework is there it's, it's actually a competition that I there's so much out there for me and I, I can't follow everything but I know you've been uh, you know you've competed in the competition for quite a you know quite a quite a quite a long time and that's what we, we also mentioned earlier before the uh, the European Basketball Youth League the EYBL is that is that kind of there already I mean they go I think they even go they go U13 even, or, or do they, have, I know they have under, yeah. I know they have no, under 14 leagues, but. They have at least more or less every age, but uh, the problem of ABL is still um, a league that it's very open because the, the, the goal of the league is to include more country, more clubs and everything. I think at one point we need a, a league, elite league, uh, where the best, uh, academy, the best programs uh, are in uh, because we need this kind of uh, competition. And uh, do it under Euroleague brand, you know, it's amazing for everybody. But if it's not Euroleague, it could be sponsor league or a FIBA league. I don't know. But I think clubs right now need uh, this before under 18 because under 18, you know, it's just. Exposure and, uh, of course, competition. But uh, we need to create player before. All right. Well, Giacomo, uh, Rossi, uh, congratulations on 
getting your club, getting uh, Orange One uh, Pasano to the uh, Adidas Next Generation Tournament, your name, your connection, and and definitely got uh, you know gave you guys some uh, some clout, I guess you know some you know recognition um, that you know uh, you know this is you know somebody that we want to have in our program. So congratulations on on getting there, and and uh, it was it was exciting to to see your youngsters, and I'm sure uh, that the program will will grow and grow. Uh, thank you for so much time, and thanks for so thanks for coming on. Thank you, Dave. Ciao, ciao.